0: Time next See week.
1: RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Senior government officials urge people to sign up for the government's universal vaccination scheme. Education Minister Kevin Yeung says he doesn't know when schools can fully resume face to face classes. And Executive Councillor Geoffrey Lamb says he doesn't think the right time is now to increase taxes. The government's urging people to sign up for its universal vaccination programme, saying a strong response is needed if Hong Kong is to get over the pandemic. Cecil Wong reports... Eligible people in designated priority groups, including over-60s healthcare staff and care home workers and residents, can make online appointments for free COVID-19 vaccines starting on Tuesday, with actual vaccinations beginning on Friday. For now, only the Sinovac vaccine is available, though one from BioNTech that boasts a significantly higher efficacy rate is due to arrive by the end of the month. Writing in his blog, Chief Secretary Matthew Cheung urged people to get vaccinated to protect both themselves and others. He says he believes people don't want to see a fifth wave of COVID-19 infections in Hong Kong, and the chance of another outbreak decreases as the number of people inoculated goes up. He says a strong response would finally allow Hong Kong to get over the pandemic. Health Secretary Sophia Chan echoed his comments, stressing that getting vaccinated is definitely better than not doing so, adding that the earlier people get inoculated, the better. She says a good responsive vaccination program would help Hong Kong achieve herd immunity more quickly and create more favorable conditions for life to return to normal. Secretary for Education Kevin Young says authorities still don't know when local schools can fully resume in in-person classes, and there's no current plan for teachers to be included among the priority groups to receive COVID-19 vaccinations. Jimmy Choi reports.
0: COVID restrictions are set to be eased for local schools tomorrow, with one-third of pupils allowed to return for face-to-face classes up from one-sixth previously. Schools that can arrange regular coronavirus tests for all teachers and staff can apply for all students to attend half-day classes starting on Monday. Education Chief Kevin Yun said so far, authorities have received around 200 applications, mostly from tuition schools and kindergartens. The minister stressed that it's purely voluntary for school staff to get tested once every fortnight, and authorities have no plans to make such tests mandatory for teachers, given that there have not been many COVID-19 infections linked to schools in the past. Asked whether teachers could be included as a priority group for the government's Universal Fascination Programme that is due to start on Friday, Mr. Yuan said there is no current plan to do so. However, he said once the supply of vaccines rises, that would make it easier to vaccinate more groups of people, including teachers. As to when classes can fully resume for all schools, the minister said that all depends on how the epidemic continues to develop. He said authorities will consider both the overall situation of the outbreak here, along with expert opinions and what anti-epidemic measures schools have taken.
1: Business and Professionals Alliance lawmaker and executive councillor Jeffrey Lam says he doesn't think it's the right time to increase taxes, with Hong Kong's economy still struggling. Ahead of next week's announcement of the government's budget plan, Finance Secretary Paul Chan has warned of a budget deficit of $140 billion next year and said there would be a need to increase tax rates or seek new sources of revenue. Mr. Lamb says while he believes the territory's tax system needs a complete overhaul, increasing taxes now will affect the SAR's competitiveness and people's livelihoods. Whether any suggestion of increasing tax will actually increase the revenue, the government revenue, I I don't know. Uh, Or whether any suggestion in increasing certain kind of tax will eventually affect other sectors, or affect the income of other, other sectors, I don't know. But I think the best is uh, stability and keeping everything as is uh, until our economy revived. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, has hinted that the city's fiscal deficit has soared to a record high before he announces the exact figure in his upcoming budget on Wednesday. Writing in his blog, he also warns the budget deficit will continue and reach a rather huge amount in the next financial year. He says that's because the government has to boost expenses, because the economy hasn't recovered, and it's been somewhat challenging for him to draw up policies in the budget with that in mind. But he feels there's a cycle in financial prosperity, and stressed he had been in talks with people from different sectors before finalising the budget. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. Liberal Party leader and lawmaker Felix Chung has called on the government to roll out another round of the Anti-Epidemic Fund to help businesses stay afloat. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr Cheung said many companies are struggling to survive and on the verge of closing. He called for immediate help, warning the local unemployment rate would spike further if more businesses fold. Mr Chung said the government should tap into the accumulated surplus of the exchange fund.
0: The monetary authority just announced that they earned 198 billion Hong Kong dollars this year, and the government can allocate 120 billion Hong Kong dollars of this additional service to provide immediate relief to support enterprises, safeguard jobs, and stimulate the economy. This is more than enough, and it will not increase the budget deficit non-affected monetary and financial stability of hong kong
1: a top medical expert has urged people in hong kong not to go to extremes and shop or go out frequently now that some social distancing measures have been relaxed professor gabriel leung the dean of hong kong university's faculty of medicine said people should still exercise discipline and not go all out to do so calling revenge spending or gathering That's after he saw the reproductive number of COVID-19 increasing in the SAR over the past four days. He's worried that it could climb further after some restrictions were eased on Thursday. He warns more confirmed cases could be upcoming due to that and urged people to remain cautious. There's mounting international condemnation of the use of deadly force by Myanmar's security forces against demonstrators after this month's coup. The United States said it was deeply concerned by reports of two protesters being shot dead in the city of Mandalay yesterday. Several other people suffered gunshot wounds. The United Nations Secretary-General condemned the use of lethal force and intimidation against peaceful demonstrators. This man in Mandalay said they would not give up their struggle.
0: We won't stop protesting. We will keep pushing them, we will keep protesting. Our main target is to overthrow the military government and to release the national leaders that they have been detained. All of the civilians in our country don't want this military government.
1: President Biden has declared a major disaster in the U.S. state of Texas, where millions of people are without clean running water following days of severe winter weather. While power has largely been restored, many residents have now been told to boil their water. The disaster declaration releases more federal funding for Texas. Lena Hidalgo is a local judge. She says the situation could have been avoided.
0: Texas has its own electrical grid, and the entity that runs it, ERCOT, was not prepared it didn't set aside any energy it didn't have resilient power plants and and it lost power when we had this cold weather that frankly happens in other places um, so they forced these power cuts on people in order to balance the grid and for the grid not to fail but the question now is why were they not prepared
1: a 21 year old british swimming teacher has become the youngest woman to row solo across the atlantic Jasmine Harrison took 70 days to reach Antigua in the Caribbean after setting off from the Canary Islands in December. She survived on ration packs, peanut butter and the occasional shot of rum. Asked to sum up her journey of nearly 5,000 kilometres, she said it had been good to get away from it all.
0: I loved it. There's nothing like actually getting away from everything, from social media, from bad news, from literally everything. So I bring my friends up and they just say, oh, you're in another lockdown from like three weeks ago. Like, oh. <laughs> so it's
1: really nice. To sport and tennis, where Novak Djokovic could win his ninth Australian Open title if he beats Russian Daniel Medvedev this afternoon. The world number one is currently on 17 Grand Slam titles, just three short of the all-time record shared by Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal. But Djokovic believes it'll be a tough match.
0: I'm ready for the battle for the toughest match of the tournament, without a doubt. Medvedev is playing on an extremely high quality. He's on a winning match streak, over 20 matches won. He's he's just a man to beat. Prior to coming into the finals, knowing that I never lost in finals or semifinals, it just uh, makes me feel more comfortable
1: being on the court. To end the news, the top stories once again. Senior government officials urge people to sign up for the government's universal vaccination scheme. Education Minister Kevin Young says he doesn't know when schools can fully resume face-to-face classes. And Executive Councillor Geoffrey Lamb says he doesn't think now's the right time to increase taxes. And that is the news from RTHK. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which, along the way, will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. There's
0: something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes We're seeing things in a different way and God knows it ain't his It sure ain't no surprise yeah. We're living on the air